Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are back again. Oh, yeah. I feel like you say that every week. What do you want me to say? You want me to just leave dead air and say nothing? Yeah. That's what you would do. <laughs> Whoa. How do you know what I would do? Well, I should say my name and then you should say, and I'm Cody Crane and we're here with Spook. But you just go, I'm Cody Crane. Like there's going to be a third person saying something, but there never is. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I it never is. We never uh, we never discussed this. You want me to uh, say more? Oh, I was hoping that your instincts would kick in, but they never did. <laughs> they never. Did. Well, I mean, after I know, like almost six years of uh-huh. this, I never really thought about saying. I more. guess not. Well, it shows you really uh, don't care about the intro, do you? Huh? Well, I care deeply about the intro. Uh, well, what do you want to talk about, though? Well, I've been thinking about this intro all week, in mm-hmm. fact. Oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, and, there's a, a guitar in the room. Oh, OK, you're just looking around the room now <laughs> saying yeah. things. Yeah. And there's a plant mm-hmm. in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, I'm like, oh, I got an intro uh, thing. I got something to get off my chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this time you don't have anything. No, I got the, I got the things in the room, but yeah. I got excitement. Right, right, right. You don't want to know why? Why? Because of our guest today. <laughs> we got writer. We got stand up. We got sketch master. We have improviser. We have actor. He does it all. It's Yawatuair. Hi, guys. I wave. This is a podcast. No one's going <laughs> to see this wave. This is terrible. I'm- Clearly, podcaster is not one of the slashes. How dare I? Well, it's okay. We're we're gonna start doing this thing where we go through uh, every recording, and then we're gonna have like a little audio over that says any physical gestures that are done. So, right. like you'll be nice. listening, and it'll say like he waves to them. <laughs> it's like he waves, reluctantly yeah. pulls it back down, Close realizing down. this is an it's, audio. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, descriptive video for the visually video. impaired. <laughs> For an audio medium. All right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You need you need those little actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's important. But I feel like uh, we're already <laughs> off to I'm I'm in a weird state. I'm right. already talking about the stuff in the room and yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I was <laughs> waving at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waving. I'm uh, I'm taking it all in. I'm uh, remembering and forgetting where I am all at. All at once. Remembering and forgetting where I am all at once. I also mm. noticed you've been doing a lot of prop comedy over there, just pulling out mm-hmm. stuff out of a treasure trunk. Oh, it's just it's just magic. There's scarves and a whistle and ooh, this is a big scarf. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big scarf for the folks at this... home. It's shockingly long and tied at the end, so it's yeah. Even... Pre-knotted. It's, it's yeah. wool. It's been it's been knitted together. Um, I want to put it away, but this lousy smarch weather mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. won't allow me to. But That's it's true. here. <laughs> For the folks at home that may not know you, Yao, uh, where did you get that scarf? <laughs> uh, I got, my wife got this scarf in the distillery. Uh, a shop that makes like artisan mm. things. It's the most hipster thing about her mm-hmm. is that she does like knitted things that are warm. Um, and at the end of these are little pockets 
has a button, a little pocket where she can put it around her neck. And then if she forgets to wear gloves that day for some weird reason, she could put her hand in and keep warm. I would put snacks in that. I hundred percent put snacks in. Yeah, because I will never forget my gloves. If I'm wearing a scarf, I'm wearing gloves. So. Yeah, yeah, a little like bag of chips. Pops. Yeah, bag of chips, some popcorn, maybe some candy. Oh, Chicago style popcorn for yeah, sure. Yeah, some yeah. crispers. That'd be ranch a great, flavored crispers. Great uh, scarf for snug smuggling in snacks to the movie theater. Yes, golden you, Oreos. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you a fan? Are you a fan of uh, Chicago style? Is that your popcorn of choice? My, I like Chicago style. Um, I wouldn't say I love it. I do like it because when I the last abroad trip I've taken was to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I did get Chicago style popcorn in Chicago for bragging rights, and I still realize that I prefer to have both of those popcorns separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I didn't. I never really thought about uh, getting Chicago style popcorn in Chicago. It just never. And never, when I think of going to Chicago, it's not like the first food item that I think of. <laughs> no. Yeah. I feel like it's not real. I don't know. But what it's saying to me about uh, Chicago is that it's indecisive people because it's the Chicago style is mixing all the flavors. Mm-hmm. It is the the savoriest of popcorn mixed with the sweetest of popcorn you go to two extreme levels mm-hmm. and you pop in your mouth and you hope to make a decision which is why that sin- city is always windy who knows <laughs> yeah makes sense is, um, uh, every time i do go to chicago because i've been multiple times i do get pizza from um Lou's. i do get a deep dish mm. oh the, um, sh- the chicago casserole the Chicago casserole and Lou's also does this really good flat pizza. And for some weird reason, I've always had both and mm-hmm. I'm always like between the two, like I'll eat both of them. And then I'll wonder why did I have this much pizza? They have other foods in the city and then I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if our uh, Chicago listeners are popping right now hard for the idea of you going to lose or if they're like, that's not the best one. No, they're all there. There's a bunch of people. There's a strong contingent that are like lose. And then there's a strong contingent like Grimaldi's is like the real deal. And there's another contingent that's like there are other places to eat. Mm-hmm. Michigan Avenue. Boom. There you go, Chicago. There's some yeah. references for you. You have to travel to Chicago to go to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> so besides from uh, being a, uh, a snack and uh, food expert, uh, we <laughs> touched on you being a uh, comedian. How did you get um, started into comedy? Uh, my road to comedy is long and arduous. <laughs> uh, like a decade ago, and um, Oren Williams said, shout out to Oren. Uh, he will... Uh, I will make them. Um, but when starting stand-up and he was like, you should get into stand-up. And no. I wanted to, but I was like, I need to get like notes. I need to learn how to tell a joke. He would take me to open mics. And I'm like, I got so in my head about it that I completely forgot about it. And then over the years, he would bring it up every so often. Um, and so the seed was planted and it was growing slow, uh, much like bamboo, which... Um, is a metaphor that I've used in the past. And then I started working this advertising job and they said, hey, you can use money towards anything of your personal development. And I wanted to quote unquote, develop my, um, my presentational skills 
So I took a stand-up class and I fell in love and that's how I started doing stand-up. So it was yep. in my head for a long, long, long time. And mm-hmm. then I finally just like took a baby step in the shallow end. Um, and then uh, later on, I did Kenny Robinson's Nubian show, which is a push into the deep end way before I was ready. And I still love it to this day, even though I bombed the national. <laughs> How was it uh, going into uh, that show being a big push? Because like Kenny's a Canadian legend, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Were, did you uh, know uh, like Kenny well prior to it, like in his work? No, not not at all. I, I do remember I did go to a Nubian show once uh like a long time ago like maybe five six years ago i think it was a show Orin was actually on uh again not thinking anything of it i'm pretty sure the headliners were people who have since done tv or moved away since um and so like when i got back into it i, I was like kenny was kenny kenny had asked me if i wanted to do the show because i posted something on facebook that he really liked and i was like yeah, sure. And then the entire like two weeks I was like, quote unquote, prepping for a show, which I really wasn't doing. Um, I was like doing my open mics and like my cheesy shows. Uh, I was telling comics and they were like, you're doing Nubian? Like, dude, be ready, be sharp. But I was like, yeah, yeah sure. These guys are already laughing at my jokes at this small venue. I'll, I'll be fine there. And boy, did I get a rude awakening. Kenny was amazing. Um, he said he owes me one. Like I can go back when I'm a little bit more seasoned, which I thought was going to be this year, but we all know what happened this year. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but it was a good experience to be like, like a nice, basically shot in the mouth that says, "Hey, do you really want to do stand up, or is this kind of a cute little hobby you're doing?" Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the night, after like kind of sitting in like my quote unquote failure i wanted to do it even more and so i'm still here and then i took all started doing more improv and started doing sketch and which is a good thing because i fell in love with sketch and i love doing that um and now i feel like a comedy body as opposed to a guy who does stand up it's mm-hmm. cool that that was your like intro into the world was like the stand up because i mean a lot of times with I, as you know, with stand up, like you just have to have a thick skin with it and like to have that yeah. big bomb in front of like a big show, right? Like, oh, yeah, uh, for you to keep going is amazing. And um, I want to talk about the sketch too, because we've done sketch together and uh, that's where I uh, fell in love with you, Yao. Oh, that's and- where this relationship, this beautiful, beautiful relationship began. <laughs> I, I mean, that was, I think. It was a show uh, called uh, Sketch and 60, which we've had Zohib before and he's explained the show, but it's uh, just 60 sketch performers and uh, put into uh, like a bunch of different groups or whatever. So we got randomly assigned and um, that was uh, the best experience I think I've had with it. I love that group. And I oh, loved- that group was great. I really it, it because it was just so open. I heard nightmares about other groups, about how like so-and-so didn't feel like they were heard or their ideas weren't getting across. And like, some people felt like it was like a two person show. Like I truly felt like our experience was like a real like group effort where everyone felt like they were contributing. And uh, we did 
what we do blackouts we did yeah it was blackouts we did blackouts everyone got to do like their thing everyone got their time to shine everyone like bigged up everyone else's ideas um it was fantastic it was uh uh it was one of those experiences that i really enjoyed it makes me love doing sketch because i kept hearing things about sketch without actually being in the world and then you and i got together uh and i was like no this is what you make it and I've done so much sketch sketch since. Yeah. yeah, since then you've been like uh killing it. You've uh had uh some like big performances at uh TO Sketch Fest yep. and uh working with uh past guest Cam Wiley too on his show. And then we had we actually did a sketch together again on that TO Sketch Fest, actually. Now that yeah. I think about it. Yeah, we did uh we did the oh I I I don't remember what you'd call it but we basically showed off our special skills yeah that sketch was basically so i could do the splits and you could do a handstand walk yes which is 100 percent the only we were like let's do let's do this it'll be fine it'll be hilarious to show off this random skill that people don't think we have i think it was the first thing i pitched was knowing that yao does a handstand walk i was like i don't care what the sketch is force it in there everyone needs to see him do this um you you, (laughs) i remember talking about it and it was like uh we we were talking about like your special skills and what we can bring to the table and you had said you can walk on your hands you should do that and i was like i can't just do that i mean it'd be great if something else can do happen and then you like so passively and so like sheepishly was like I can do the splits and like backed up and then, to, and then everyone else in the room was like, you can do the splits. You're like, yeah, I guess I could still do them. And then the day off you busted it out. It was amazing. I needed a bargaining chip to make sure that I got to see this handstand walk in person. Oh, it is. It was so fun. That, that was, that was a weirdly fun sketch. Um, considering that I don't think we really wrote jokes, we kind of did it for the pop, which I think was a remarkable and amazing thing to do. Yeah, the best part about sketch is the no jokes. I think the best part about sketch for you, Cody, is that you're able to do the splits and be okay, but when you do stand-up, you blow your knees out. That's, that's true. <laughs> so, it's the simple tasks that are hard I think me. it's the universe that's uh, giving you a sign. And you know I don't believe in that, but uh, these <laughs> things are all kind of falling into place, so... <laughs> Just, just desperately trying to get me out. Of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, like oh, yeah. the big G's up there, like, just stop. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing, amazing. Uh, but to slide into a spookier note here. Yeah, we got to know. Do you believe in ghosts? I always feel like I'm being watched. And I don't think it's the government. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's uh, spirits of mm. the past, and they're watching us like a reality TV show. They're not watching us with any nefarious purposes. Just watching. Does that change your way of living in any way? Uh, to you know, always feel it. 
I don't always feel it, but every once in a while, like you, you're sitting down and you're you're putting on your underwear. Mm-hmm. You you're just sitting down putting on your underwear as opposed to standing up and putting on your underwear. Right. Uh, and then you stand up to finish putting on your underwear and you turn around to a corner, even though there's nobody else in the room. And you're just like, this is supposed to be just for me. I feel a little, I feel a little naked. Oh yeah. I Don't when I when I do the same thing, but I turn to the corner and I wink coyly like i know you're watching (laughs) mine's uh in my head going they're they're all laughing at you every one of them's laughing at you until i put my underwear on and then i'm like okay well i know i know mark zuckerberg he's watching and uh, jeff bezos he's watching and so you're the opposite of you you think i think it's the corporations who are watching us yeah the corporations are watching yeah i keep my camera on at all times just just so they have easier time getting in you know you think uh zuckerberg doesn't have anything better to do than look at your tush no (laughs) no i understand yeah. I understand. Zuckerberg, he, he's a really quiet guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's probably just satisfied with your tush pictures. Yeah, and I send him a lot, and he tush. hasn't replied yet, but I'm hoping one day he will. He's <laughs> just like, tush, tush, yeah. tush. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he did squats that day. Tush. <laughs> <Great. Jokes. laughs> Do you, let me ask you this, Yao. Do you only feel watched when you're doing something that would be embarrassing for someone to see? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if embarrassed is the word. I just think I just feel like I need to be a little bit more modest. Mm. Like I'm not embarrassed to be naked. I just feel like, right. you know, you can't you can't have that for everybody all the time. Some things are supposed to be kept between, you know, you and your significant other. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, um, but when you're putting on underwear, it never looks flattering when you're in the midst of putting. No, on it underwear. does not. <laughs> you're but right. It's coming you're, you're off, absolutely oh, right. baby. <laughs> that so moment underwear when... coming off. <laughs> Amazing until you get to the end. Yeah. Well, and I it's mean, just like. Wait, uh, hold on. Mm. Not sexy. Yeah, it but. always it always gets stuck. <laughs> How tight are your underwear? It does. <laughs> you got to keep everything in place. No. Mm-hmm. There are no secrets. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to look like you're wearing nothing at all, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. So. Feels feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> Have um have you ever had a uh, paranormal experience? Uh, other than feeling like I'm being watched, I think in grade school we used an Ouija board. Um, oh yes, we did. We definitely used an Ouija board in grade school because my friend's mom found out we used a Ouija board, and she's very religious, and she cussed us out. Um, that so was the we, scariest we, part. <laughs> yeah, well, that was by far the scariest part. I was like, "This Ouija board doesn't work. People are just people just want freaking Danny and uh, Leslie the kiss, not real names." Um, but um, wait, is that is that why people use Ouija boards to get people to kiss? 
I, 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 that was, I feel like that day was like more like, does so and so like me? Yes or no? Uh, oh my okay. gosh. And that's all they were doing with it. Smart. <laughs> you say, does so and so like me? They're in the room, but you push it to yes yourself. <laughs> yes. And so it's, it's the spirits. The spirits said it. <laughs> the spirits know our path. And so we went back to his place after the party. And he told his mom, like, it was a big deal. Like, he was like, like, you should have seen what happened. Where I was like, I get, yeah, sure, it happened. And she was so mad. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's the devil trying to get into your soul. Never do it again. And I was like, oh, I don't even think it's real. And then I left. That's the yeah. closest to experience <laughs> I had. I think, like, yeah, the watching another person's mom yell at them is so satisfying no it's oh. uncomfortable okay. well maybe now it'd be satisfying <laughs> i guess but when you're a kid mm-hmm. and just like thinking about that of just like and especially if you're involved so you're not they're not directly yelling at you but you know you're a part of it it's not a good feeling eh, mm-hmm. i don't mind <laughs> do you ever get yelled at by someone's mom uh, not me, but I've seen other people be yelled at, and I'm like, they fucked up. This has nothing to do with me. Well, and if they were yelling at me about a Ouija board, I'd be like, okay, this lady's nuts. <laughs> it's it's it was a nutty time. Um, and again, not highly a religious person. Yeah. So, like we we like going back then. I went to church every Sunday. Um, but I wouldn't call myself a religious person and I wouldn't call myself someone who believed the devil was getting in them through the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was just like a weird circumstance where I was like, cool, this is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen in front of me. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just not interested, but <laughs> sure. They won't do it because of the devil. Mm-hmm. I, I think like uh, this is kind of springing off of what we talked about last week's and uh, last week's episode, too, of just being stuck at someone's house when you were a kid, when yep. they were doing a sleepover. Mm-hmm. But I think Ooh. that's where I'm getting like scarred, you know, because like I remember being stuck really? at someone's house. You can't you don't know to ask to leave your kid or whatever. And then like mm-hmm. on top of it, of already wanting to leave. Now the parent is yelling at them or whatever. And <sighs> it's just. It's it's uncomfortable and you don't know what to do. You're a kid. I I remember we went uh, for a friend of mine's birthday. I think it was like in like grade seven or something like that. And we went bowling and we got back to his house and he was still wearing the bowling shoes. He he'd worn the bowling <laughs> shoes. <laughs> he didn't remember. And his dad was so mad. And he's just like, what's the matter with you? Now we have to go back to the bowling alley to get your shoes. Come on. You need to think. <laughs> And he had to get back and drive back to the bowling alley to get his shoes back. And um, it was uncomfortable. But it was also very, very funny. <laughs> you know what? It's always uncomfortable when parents, like someone else's parents, like your friend's parents yell at them in front of you. Um, and it's funny because a friend of mine had recently mentioned, is like, your dad used to do it all the time, but your dad never did it in English. And it's like, yeah, because he didn't want you to know what he was saying. And mm. I was like, what was he saying? He was just like basically threatening me. Um, for what? For, you know, kid stuff. He's like, yeah, that's what we thought it was. I was like, yeah, because it sounded like bad words. And I was like, 
Yeah, kind of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's that's your only issue with immigrant parents is like they can they can cuss you out in a different language and people were like, I know that was bad, but I don't know how bad that was. And it's like it was pretty bad. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is to see the intention. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you just need to see the fear and you know someone else's eyes and realize, ooh, that's more than a timeout. You're like, yeah, it is. I, I keep on thinking about how you would forget that you're wearing bowling shoes. I, I know. This it's... keeps on crossing my mind. It's driving me nuts. They're never very comfortable. No, they're uncomfortable That's... and they click a lot. Like they make, they're they almost do. tap shoes. They're not tap shoes. They're bowling shoes. They're pretty close to tap <laughs> shoes. The way they click they're... and clack when you're walking. Yeah, they're like pre-tap shoes. I feel like bowling shoes are rejected tap shoes. They're like tap shoes without the tap parts. <laughs> the tap are shoes saying, are we in saying the factory that are wrong. They're every like, every bowler is shoes. a every bowler is a failed tap dancer. It was like <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I, I now I'm thinking about the factory. They're just like looking at the shoes. They're like red and blue. Oh, rejected tap shoes. Put them in the bowling pile. And they just toss them over. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I. I I don't even need to look up if that's the origin. That's just canon now. Well, that's why every bowling alley has so many pairs, right? It's not about the sizes. It's just that's what they got from the factory of all the rejects. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you always to- have your size. Have you yeah. ever been bowling on a Friday night when it's busy? And yeah, bowling on a Friday night is not the winning combination, but it's always busy and they always have your size. It's the winning combination when they do like the cool blacklight bowling and then you got the glowy Ooh, ball. Yeah. That's fun. I was going to say, have you ever gone to the bowling alley and they didn't have your size? Uh, Never. I've had to go a half size up before or a size up. Really? Yeah. I, I had to I had to go up. I had to wear a 13 once. As yeah. as a six year old. That is unlucky. <laughs> Just big flapping shoes. Yeah, you got your big clown bowling shoes on. That's why they were tapping. Yeah, that's why I think they click and clack because they were just folding up. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, today I have uh, some uh, spooky would you rather's for you. Um, I can't guarantee that they're spooky, but I can guarantee they are would you rather's. So you know what? You're guaranteeing the good part. <laughs> Here's uh, the first one. Uh, would you rather be invisible or able to move through walls? Able to move through walls. Mm. Whoa, that was uh, that was quick. No thought needed. No, because I find almost everybody who says invisible is kind of creepy. <laughs> when when moving like through invisible or this. If you say on fire, then I'm like, I guess invisibility. If you're like, ooh, another power, I will pick the other power. <laughs> My thing about going through walls, do you see what's inside the walls? Because that'd be gross. You know, Oh, yeah, I guess you would briefly as you go through it. Mm-hmm. You see some like, like you can go through it slow enough so you can see the breakdown. I don't know. That sounds like a cell to me. Some walls are thick. Some walls are thick. And some walls have things in them. Yeah. Like money. Or body. Oh, that's true. That's you could find great. a treasure. Yeah, you could find a treasure being invisible too. Not really. Yeah. You just sneak mm. into a bank. Yeah. <laughs> you found this treasure. <laughs> yeah, but you have to make sure the door doesn't close behind you. You snuck in and now you're like, oh, I'm there overnight. 
Well, the bank's doors, like a lot of times during the day, it's open so they can go in and out and get stuff, right? Of course. And then they'll, they're going to see a floating money bag and you're going to be like, yeah, this is fine. Well, if you stuff the stuff under your shirt, is your shirt invisible or do you have to be naked? to is be Is there invisible? anything about being invisible that doesn't result in a crime? Uh, wanting to be left alone. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you want to just be alone. Yeah, you want to be. But left if people alone. came into the room, would you make yourself uninvisible or would you just leave? What do you mean if people came into the room? Well, because a lot of people, when they talk about being invisible, mm -hmm. they're talking about peeping. They're talking about, you no, know, well, listening to people's sounds, conversations sounds like you're projecting here. No, 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 no. It sounds like you're 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 just listing your fantasies now. No, that's uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Mm, well, birds of a feather. <laughs> but that's that's why it's presumed as uh, creepy. I'm trying to get see if there's a way to get the creepiness off of being invisible. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to be? I guess if you're like, I want to be the world's best spy, or I want to coach the New England Patriots and have them effectively cheat, as opposed to like video camera. That's a bit. That is a sports deep cut. I hope people from the Boston area are listening because I just burned your team. I just <laughs> burnt your team and Tom Brady's legacy. You never forget that he is also a cheater. The flight gate. Forever. You impressed our Chicago listeners, uh, but our uh, Massachusetts <laughs> listeners. Oh, no, 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 no. no. They're pissed. And let <laughs> it be pissed. Well, let's look at it. Uh, who are invisible uh, superheroes? Well, Wonder Woman had her invisible jet. And then there was the invisible woman. There's the invisible woman. So both both female characters who had invisibility. So I don't know if that was just they're trying to avoid uh, some bad conversations. And then but the like, bad guys, invisible man. Yep. Yeah. Mad creepy. Uh huh. So, well, you... he's not a in in the original storyline and everything. He's not a bad guy, though. He's a guy who's afflicted with this and he's trying to deal with it. It's just in the remake that he was a bad guy. But isn't he in like, isn't he a bad guy in things, too? Isn't that the original Invisible Man? I don't guy? think he was. I think was he's he? like a, a horror. I think he's part of the whole monster universe. Well, I, yeah, I yeah. think the Earth thing is, is that he he has this. I don't know. I don't know much about him. I, I think yeah, I was right. I, I believe he's in the uh, in the Universal Monsters. Well, yeah, I'm. I yeah, understand he's in, that he's in that, but that doesn't mean he's the bad guy. Frankenstein really wasn't a bad guy. Uh, he strangled people. Yeah, first but of all, only Frankenstein had was the doctor, but not the monster. But if you want to refer to the monster as Frankenstein, you're not incorrect. It's just in the correct. in the Universal context, they call the monster Frankenstein. So if we're going by that, then you know what what are you gonna do? <laughs> also, who else is invisible? Ghosts, angels, bad guys. Ghosts Bad and guys. angels. Do you think ghosts and angels are, are creepy? Yes, I do, too. So that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I turned you around. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't. Well, now I'm just thinking, is there a non creepy ghost? I mean, non creepy way to be invisible. And I guess if you're like a spy and you're like, I want a spy for my country. Mm hmm. Um, I want to I want to save the world through spy stuff. Then I guess that's the least creepy. I mean, well, well, it's a little problematic, but it's not creepy. The thing about that, though, is it's not creepy to you, but to the people that you're spying on, it is creepy. It's all about perspective, you know, so it is. I think running through walls is the best one. I, I, I mean, walls I wouldn't want to run through walls. Why not? I don't want to. You want to be invisible? I like doors. Well, I'll just run through the door. 
Listen. Never have to worry about locking it. It's always locked. Yeah. Vision went through doors. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool guy. Is he? <laughs> He's a pretty cool synthesoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I have uh, one last would you rather for you here. And it's uh, would you rather be invited to the White House for Halloween night? Okay. Or mm-hmm. have a celebrity come to your house to hand out Halloween candy with you? This is a real question? Yeah, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to have a celebrity come over and yeah. hand out candy. I guess some people really want to go to the White House, I guess. But can't you just do tours? Yeah. You can just do tours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do this a random Barack Obama's White House. Like, <laughs> yeah. listen, if you could, if you could have a celebrity come to your house and you really love the White House, why wouldn't you just invite the president to come to your house to hand out candy? <laughs> then you get the best of both worlds. Listen, if, if, I have a, if I have a celebrity come over, mm-hmm. they're in on the tricks with me. It's like, oh, yeah? yeah, they're they're. It's not just them handing out candy. It's them <laughs> having fun with it. That's fair. Let me spice it up to see if it changes at all. <laughs> Because I'll do a random generator here to give you a random celebrity. So this is the one that's coming. Okay. It's not your choice. Okay. It's uh oh, you can't choose. You just get some B list celebrities. No, you get uh <laughs> James Dean. Well, he's dead, so I guess it's spooky. Yeah, you get James Dean skeleton it is would be extra quite spooky. spooky. That would be like or Jane, I would 100% have James Dean at my house. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't change anything. That made it better. <laughs> yeah, it did. I, uh, you I have don't a know. real ghost at your place right now? I have a real ghost in my place right now. You have a ghost handing out candy? Yeah, I have a ghost handing out candy. Is there a ghost fan behind you giving us treats? You keep asking me the same question. That's, That's a handleable verse. Is he a ghost or is he a skeleton? Or is he a skeleton haunted by a ghost? Um, yeah, it's a skeleton haunted by a ghost, so he's attached to his skeleton, right? You know how they attach to objects, and you're like, Oh, yeah, so this answers your question. You'd say, There's so many ghosts out there. Why do because half of the ghosts, their only object is their body, they're attached to their skeleton underground. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we got a story to tell. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Yao, do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh, I am the celebrity. Yeah, so I go back to this random celebrity generator. The James it's- Dean generator. <laughs> My random James Dean generator. <laughs> it's going to give you four options, and you'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. James Dean. James Dean, James Dean, or James Dean. <laughs> so <laughs> your options are, um, okay, uh, Stephanie Meyer, Glenn Beck, oh, no. Cameron Diaz, and Thomas Edison. Okay. You got any of those impressions <laughs> in your back pocket? <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Me, 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 It's a good Glenn Beck. <laughs> Great Glenn Beck. Yeah, I'm on board. I don't think I'm going to do Glenn Beck, but <laughs> no. um, yeah, gotcha. One of those celebrities has to appear in the story. Yep. I'd, you're not stricken to that character. Mm-hmm. 
This oh no! I oh oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and I drew the swing. No responsibility in the story. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, well, bully for you, brother. That means I got the uh, narrator, so I'm going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do location. Mechanics Garage. Oh, the spooky mechanics garage. That's <laughs> right. The spooky mechanics garage with some celebrity we know the not yet. spooky mechanics garage. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh stresses me out it um, gives me anxiety it uh it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed but it doesn't have to be that way no it doesn't so the people at better help have people to talk to you about this and talk to me yeah and if you're thinking about starting therapy better helps a great way to do that it's entirely online so even if you are stuck in bed what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions Exactly. Yeah, just open up your open it uh, up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed, perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know, and and it's all. And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Thunder crashes down, the rain pouring. Mike is outside of his car trying to get it to start, but it just won't start. It's getting dark and it's getting cold and the rain is soaking him to the bone. What is he going to do? He knows that the only way to get back home in time is to get this car up and running. He looks around trying to find a place to take his car. Down at the end of the block, he sees a light. Sign, I think he can make it out. It looks like... Joe's Garage. Huh. Perfect. That's just what he needs. A mechanic to help him get his car back on the road. He walks on down and steps inside the garage. What can I do you for? Um, yeah, I need... I really need to get home. Um, see, it's my aunt's birthday, and I don't really care much for my aunt, but she gets quite pissed if i'm not there i'll stop you right there 
this place doesn't do any birthday presents for ants, and it certainly is not a taxi or anything like that. We're not an Uber. We just fix cars. Hey, Joe, you got another guy asking about ant birthday presents? Yeah, we don't got any. Tell him to take a hike. (laughs) I got to go fix this transmission. Okay, um, my my mistakes. Um, I thought I could do everything here. I guess. Can you help me fix my car? Um, I don't know exactly what's wrong with it, but it'd be great if you can help me fix my car. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just uh, pull it in. Cool. Um, and since you do not sell ant presents, you guys, are you sure you don't sell any ant presents? I mean, does your aunt like uh, old dingy garbage cans that are covered in oil? Joe, Joe, he's asking for aunt presents, not aunt presents. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, does your uh, aunt like uh, uh, this pen? <clears throat> she would love it, but I got her that pen last year, so. How about we just take care of this car and just figure out what's going on with it? And does your would your aunt like the uh, hands of a lonely mechanic? You know what? She, she might. I mean, how gruff are those hands? Oh, feel them. And try not to get any of the dirt on you. There's so much oil on my hands. Mike admired the gruff, dirty hands of the mechanic and thought my aunt would love these hands. And since he is offering them up, what better gift to bring to her? I think uh, I think the, this would be the perfect gift for my aunt. Um, great. I uh, and so Mike, I, I guess reached, I can do it all here. Reached up on the wall behind Joe and pulled down a hacksaw and sawed off his hand. Here you go, buddy. All right. Now, instructions on the hands. Sorry, I'm still doing gestures with my stumps. Instructions on the hands. Yes. Basically, they got a good grip. They're they're firm. But the calluses, they're scratchy. So you want to do if you're going to use these hands and put them on your aunt's shoulders, you're going to want her to be wearing a shirt. Yeah, this is these are perfect. Yes. Um, Mike was was pretty sure he was going to make sure his aunt was wearing a shirt while he was there. (laughs) He hoped that his aunt was wearing a shirt while he was there. If she wasn't. He was probably going to leave earlier than he was expecting to. Yeah. Now, uh, now bring that car in and uh, I'll, I'll get it fixed up for you. Oh, wait a minute. How am I supposed to fix your car oh, up? Gee. I don't got no hands. Hey, Joe, did you give your hands away again? Uh, you yeah. <laughs> Classic Joe. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um. Jeez, I really need to get this car fixed. I mean, I have the hands, but not the car. Can we can we take a look at what's going on? I mean, I feel like the brakes are working. I feel all, like all of a sudden the mechanics 
disembodied hands started speaking to him in sign language. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they got a good looking sign. Looks like the, you're right. The brakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, muffler. It's the muffler. The muffler. <laughs> That's what they're saying. <sighs> it was not often, it's not often that a muffler caused a car to break down. But <laughs> well, some... they're, and they're saying gouge them for an extra two thousand dollars. Joe, you're not supposed to say that out loud. Jeez. <laughs> These hands are are crazy. Oh, I can't. The muffler? My car can't start because of the muffler? Yeah, I can hammer it a bit. Oh, wait, I can't. How am I supposed to hammer it a bit? You know what? Let, how about you walk me through this? Talk me through these steps. I'll fix the car with your help. Oh, that's a good idea. So $2,200 to fix the muffler. And then me guiding you. I actually just started my master class. They just signed me up. So basically what's going to happen is that it's going to be an additional $600. But you'll be able to add my name to all your resumes. I mean, that sounds like a lot of money. But for a lifetime of education, that's a hell of a bargain. Let's go. So Mike laid down the cash to get his car fixed and to sign up for the master class with the mechanic. They got that old baby purring just like she should be. And he hopped in the car with his new hands for his aunt's birthday party and headed off down the road. It was smooth sailing for Mike. He thought everything was better. His wallet might have been a bit lighter, but hey, he was moving and he had something special for his aunt. Or so he thought. All of a sudden, the, the hands started acting up again. They started signing to him. I'm fine. How are you? That's crazy. I don't know what you're saying. To make this easier for the listener, we we could hear the mechanic's voice as the hands were signing. (laughs) I'm saying, turn around. I forgot to charge you for the hands. You forgot to charge me? These were a gift. Okay, one thing that charged me to fix a muffler which I'm pretty sure wasn't the reason my car wasn't starting or working but the charge me for a gift for my aunt that's cruel Mike wasn't going to listen to a pair of hands he had places to go his aunt's place so that's why he just kept going ignoring the hands he told the hands to sit down and shut up hey hands sit down Chap. are you putting little thimbles all over my fingers oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to also put a decorative ring around your middle finger. My aunt would really like that. (laughs) No, I'm already married. (laughs) Not anymore, hands. Take off this ring. Your hand is very greasy, so this was easier than I thought it would be. Mm. He threw the ring down on the floor of the car. The hands were sad. They, They signed tears. 
<laughs> Jeez. I hate to see a pair of hands cry. Let me pull over. Hold on. Thank you. Talk to me, hands. Are you going to bring me back to my owner? Listen, my aunt is very important to me. She taught me a lot of things. She, how to ride a bike, how to cook a meal, how to fix a toilet. Yeah. And these worker hands will be the ultimate symbol to her how much she means to me. Well, what if it's just more of a lease since we didn't charge you for the hands and all? Maybe you could just uh, send me there for a couple nights or something and then I can go back because, if, you know, if my boss doesn't have hands, then he's not going to be able to make money and then the garage is going to close and then his worker, Thomas, he's not going to have a job. He's surely going to die out and my boss will die out. No one will have food. So maybe just a couple nights is what I'm saying. I do want to give my aunt the ultimate gift of a random victim's hands. Yeah, but yeah. not the, at the expense of his livelihood and career. Well, yeah. Like, I think I have an idea. Okay. Hit me. I think I'm going to sell you back. I think I need to sell you back. Sell me back. So you're not even going to use me for the night or you're going to use me for the night with your aunt and then sell me back. I think I'm, I'm going to have you massage my aunt for the night. With a shirt. I'm, I'm not going there without a shirt. Well, I want her to keep her shirt on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will keep her shirt on. It's um, for the safety of her. And then, you know, we'll say that you ran off so she's not upset. Right. And then in the nighttime, we will sneak back and I will sell you back to your owner. Oh, I think that's a good plan. One night of massages and attachment to these hands with a shirt because they're scratchy. With the shirt because they're scratchy. But but you're going to say I ran off. So isn't she going to be upset? Or she you might have, be upset. Or do you have no faith in my massages? I uh, listen. I I'm not saying that you are good or not good masseuse, but you're quite emotional, and I don't think my aunt's gonna really like that. I think she'll like the gesture more. Or loving um, and tender. Uh, you know what? It, it's fine. I mean, you'll run off. She won't be completely upset because, as I said, you you seem to be emotionally a softy. And then we will take you back to your owner and everyone will be happy. And Mike, my aunt will be happy with the gesture. Mike and the hands continued this conversation the whole way to the hands. Finally, they arrived. All right. All right. Now dress me up before I go in there. Maybe give me some cool gloves. Mikey, is that you? Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, come here, give you do you kiss? Mwah, mwah, mwah. I aunt Ruth. How you doing, Mikey? I I'm well, thank you. Thank oh. you for um 
you know, everything. Yeah. And I got you a one of a kind gift. Oh, you didn't have to do that. That's a, wait a minute. Oh, it looks like I got some sauce on my shirt. I should probably take this off. Huh? Okay. Okay. Oh, what? Ruthie. It's Ruthie. What? I mean, keep your shirt on. Oh. Um, Hey, I told you she has to wear the shirt. What? Shut up. Um, that was nothing. Um, oh, okay. Ruthie, I just got you a gift. Um, right. I'll keep my shirt on. I'll keep my shirt on. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it, it is, it is, um, dare I say, perfect. It says, hey, oh. I love you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for teaching me everything and how to work. Uh, hard. Here are a pair of worker hands. Oh, from a guy who helped me, who taught me how to fix my car. This is wonderful. Oh my goodness, they're so calloused and rough mm. and greasy. It, wow, it's a couple of decapitated hands dismembered. Please keep on <laughs> your shirt. I don't want to scratch you. Is that the end of the song? She's going to keep on her shirt. Listen, I think these hands should stick with uh, being a mechanic because they're not a great songwriter. But you know what? I, I appreciate the gift. I I, I guess I'm ready for that um, disembodied hand massage. Just a couple of disembodied hands covered in yeah, earth. Keep on your shirt. Disembody hands will give you, will give you a great massage. That's with true. no emotional attachment. That's what I like. Let me take my shirt off. It'll be better that way. Just a couple disembodied hands. Keep that shirt on what? and don't fall in love with me. I, I wasn't going to. She won't. I've never fallen in love with anyone in my whole life. Right, Mikey? What about me? It is uh, me. The spirits of Thomas Edison. Oh, no. Uh, Eddie, baby. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. You, you know I love you. <laughs> I was just How kidding. Damn. Is this a boyfriend? I got to get out of here. Uh, it is the... Uh, has connected with the spirit of inventor or thief Thomas Edison. Yeah, he's a thief inventor. I am just an inventor. The light bulb, mine. I can prove it because my name is all over the patents. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right, Thomas. It's, yeah, it's all your invention. Right. Yep. Look, automobile, mine. Mm -hmm. Whose yeah. name is on the patent? Uh, I don't think it's yours, Thomas. It's my name. Okay. okay. Thomas Edison. Listen, Tom Thomas, this is why it didn't work out, okay? This is why you, things didn't work out between us. I did not summon you. You you arrived you... uninterrupted and started talking about things that you didn't invent, claiming you did. This is why we're no longer together. No, I, I invented this. And I invented, you know what? I invented the breakup. Oh, oh, did you now? Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Did you oh. check the patents? Let did me you go check to the it. patent office and see whose name was on it? Let me find out. Give me a second here. Okay. So just, yes. uh, 
uh, breakdowns, mm-hmm. uh, breakups. Son of a bitch. He Whose name is on it? it? He, he did invent the breakup. Oh, no. He's <laughs> going to be really good at it with you. Oh, Hans, you're still here. Oh, yeah. I just had to watch. I love drama and I love juicy stuff that I could take to my boss and tell him all about. Thomas, I I moved on and now I have a pair of hands to, to give me my massages. Oh, well, hopefully your hands are not too emotionally attached. You're not too emotionally attached, are you, Hans? No, but why is he walking over to me with a hammer? I don't know. He loves hammers. I invented hammers. I also invented revenge. Check the patent. You better check it. Oh, 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 I just believe him. Thomas Edison started hammering the fingies of the hands. They were getting all crushed up and broken. Thomas, you ruined another one of my birthdays. You destroyed another one of my presents. This is this happens every year. Mikey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you got caught up in all of this. I, you know, I just wanted you to come over and we can have a nice birthday. But instead, my ex-boyfriend comes over and smashes up the beautiful hands you brought me. I'm so sorry, Aunt Ruthie. I didn't know. Thomas Edison was such a jealous piece of shit. Yeah, he's an invective. He's a he's a terrible, terrible human being. And uh, there's a reason why he's my ex-boyfriend. OK, I, you know, I was blinded by all the lights that he had on in the house because, you know, he says mm-hmm. he invented them. And then, um, you know, I did I- invent them. I okay. invented all of them. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check the patent. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we'll I don't know why it. he's obsessed with the patents, but cool. He's, he, he doesn't have a lot going on for him outside of that. So, uh, just um, a couple of broken down hands struggling for my life. Hope I didn't interfere with your wife, Mr. Edison. Mikey, I. I think it's time you brought those hands home. I think so, too. I'll deal with Mr. Edison here. And well, thank you for coming to see me on my birthday. It means a lot. You are my most important aunt. And you are my most important nephew. Come on, hands. I'm going to splint you up. We're going to save your life. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. All these nice cold splinters. But because of his broken digits, the fingers words came out more like. I totally understand you hands. I love you, too. He put the hands in his backpack and got back in his car and drove back to the mechanics. We're going to save you hands. What a save you is the last thing I do. He rushed in and he threw the hands on the counter. Joe, the old mechanic, saw how mangled his little digis were. He was so sad. He knew that he had to get him into hand surgery back in the back of the garage. What right the away. hell did you do to him? Um, it's a long story of a jealous lover and your hands being too good for other people. Uh, uh, you how, belong with you. 
yeah, sure, but how am I going to fix these things up before they die? I don't got any hands. Listen, you know what? I have another master class, a doctor one. If you pay me $600, I can guide you through it. I can, I can do that. I can do that. And you'll be able to add that master class to your resume. The gift that keeps. Let's do the master class. And so Mikey paid the $600 for the master class, watched it, and helped the old mechanic out. Six months later at a job interview. So it says here that uh, you, you uh, did uh, old Joe the mechanics, uh, mechanic master class, and doctor master class. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Um, uh, would you like me to elaborate on my experience? Uh, yeah, if you could, actually, because uh, we've never heard of this guy or his classes. Um, I don't know if it's any real accreditation at all. I, I think it's probably worth nothing. I, I hope you didn't pay a lot of money for this. <laughs> Listen, the experiences I got uh-huh. with Joe are priceless. Right. I would have paid more. I fixed my car. I reattached some hands. I strengthened relationships. And for that reason and that reason alone, I believe I could be the manager at this Lululemon. Right. Well, you convinced me. Welcome aboard. Spooked. That was a scary story. (laughs) Freaked me out. Yeah. yeah. Ending with a high position at Lululemon. Yeah. They're a cult, aren't they? Yeah. You can only imagine <laughs> where that went. You can only imagine where that's going to go from there. That's true. And sometimes imagination is the scariest part. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Let's uh, do a round of plugs. Where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me on the Instagram and the Twitter at Yao Experience. That is Y-A-W Experience. I did spell it correctly. Uh, no cool way of spelling it. Experience. <laughs> um, so you'll find me there. Um, yeah, I really wish I could plug all the stand-up and sketch shows that I'm doing, uh, but we're not doing that right now. So yeah. instead, I'll say listen to Spooked. Um, <laughs> uh, they're Great guys who do a great co- podcast that give you the willies uh, every time you listen. And sometimes you just need a good scare. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we'll be tweeting it out at Spooked Podcast as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Yao with direct links to his social media, as well as check out the other podcasts he's been on on there. Yeah. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.